Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science fiction and science facts. Engines primed, engage! I'm Andy. I'm Sarah. I'm Doug. And I'm Jesse. And we are the Space Nerds Star Trek Club. Yeah! Star Trek! We're meeting every week to talk about new episodes of Star Trek Picard. Woo! Get ready for... Star Trek Club! To share your thoughts on Star Trek Picard, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. We are Space Nerds! Wow, wow, wow! Wow, wow! Yeah! Wow, wow, What a creepy, sexy sound! She's got midriff! She's doing nasty things like stabbing people in the eye with a hummingbird pen. Golden eye no more. Golden eye. Golden eye died. She did the mind meld. She uncoated the message. And now she wants to kill all organic life with a sexy nails. Yeah. Wow, sexy nails. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Sarah was cutting out a little bit there, which is such a shame because that was solid gold. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was a rhythmic choice, (laughs) Jesse. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I was watching her lips on the video chat, and I'm like, well, I'm not hearing it, but I'm seeing it happen. No, that's a very specific <laughs> oh, well, skill that she's just, developed. <laughs> the lip move the without beat. the sound. <laughs> I, get... <laughs> <laughs> she's doing it now, in yeah. case, because listeners can't tell. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't see it. <laughs> but it's very cute. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we just watched... At in Arcadia Ego Part 1, the yeah. second to last episode of Star Trek Picard Season 1. We did. Woo! Wow. Mm. So much happened. It w- I, I feel a little mind-fucked right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then as soon as the episode was over, we had this massive hailstorm. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. It was, like, really intense outside. It was, like, raining ice outside, and I just feel confused. And there's yeah. an earthquake in Idaho. Well, there you go. Now everyone's... Really? Everyone's feeling it. <laughs> Idaho or Utah somewhere. 6.5 earthquake. I just heard about it. Wow. Okay. I think it's all to do with this episode of Star Trek. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> end of all yeah. organic life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. So much happened. It's really hard to watch half of the finale and not the other half. I know. But tomorrow, yeah. we will watch the other half. Yeah. Our plan. You right. don't have to wait a whole week like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. We're planning to record these back-to-back days. Um, I'll probably release them a week apart so I don't overload people. But sure, yeah. yeah sure. Well, it's a lot. Yeah. So, okay. How did we feel about this episode? Who wants to kick it off? A resounding well, nobody. I, <laughs> Sarah, oh, go for it. Oh, yeah. oh, wait. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I really enjoyed it. Though I'm also like, what just happened? Yeah. I... Uh, maybe I just like faster paced shows. I think I'm learning about myself a lot mm. watching this. And just for me, I like a fast pace. I like lots of information because then I don't have as many questions if more information <laughs> is given, you know? Yeah. And so like for me, I was like, okay, this is my kind of episode. <laughs> like they made this episode for me. I am pretty sure because there was so much information so much different kind of action 
so many new people, but also mm. like people who look familiar, though they're not the same people. And you're just like, <laughs> what is happening? We learned like this thing about Picard where it's like, oh, homie might not make it through the series, though I'm right. sure he will if they're having another one. But the fact that it's like, wow, he actually could just die before even all this happens is crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm. That's why I was like, I cannot wait to watch the second part of this just yeah. because I personally love this. And I remember Doug was saying the other day, like, oh, I really wanted to text Jesse and be like, what the fuck? And I was like, I get it now. Like, yeah. I get it. So I, I personally really enjoyed this episode and mm. was like, okay, I understand who everyone is. There aren't, there isn't any new information that I don't understand, which mm-hmm. was really nice. I think yeah. last episode i got a lot of my questions out so everything just made sense it was very clear who know like we may all be doomed we may not i don't know but i'm super i'm super for this episode i feel like jesse when we watched the first episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh good like i get nice yeah. This episode made me feel like, okay, they're going to be able to pull off the finale, which was one of the things that I was worried about. Like, mm. is this going to be something that stumbles at the finish line? Or, mm. you know, it's kind of one of the classic problems with serialized shows. If they can't wrap it up well, or if they can't stick to the landing, that it yeah. just kind of makes the whole thing meh. This one felt like, yeah, all right, they're going to be able to do this. And it wasn't until hearing uh, you, Sarah, talk about um, your thoughts on the episode it clarified for something for me is that last episode, they really kind of like give us all the information that we need to rocket through the finale where the finale isn't really answering any more questions or doing anything like that. It's really just like, okay, all Mm. the pieces are together. Everything's built up for this. Now let's have all that kind of play out. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. And I like that. Yeah. I I do. And I really like fast paced kind of actiony stuff and, I, I want a little bit of a mix in there, you know, as yeah. much as I like Mad Max Fury Road, but that movie is really just like all oh, let's drive somewhere and then be told mm. that we need to turn around and go home. <laughs> yeah. I, I like a little bit more inside of it. So this this to me had had that perfect combination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I left this episode feeling pretty unsettled. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. But I definitely I'm conflicted with this episode. I think they made a lot of really interesting choices and I really liked a lot of them. Like when we first walk through that, that land of the synths um, Mm -hmm. and we, uh, and there are those people in those flowy robes and Mm -hmm. we see the different types of skin, like the more um, uh, data, like skin tone and eye color versus the more realistic. I'm assuming like older models. Yes, or sure, whatever it was. And they're walking through and these people are throwing frisbees and doing, like I I turned to Jesse and I was like, this is so Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. It's classic, like like next generation flowy robe city of people. Exactly. And even some rich asshole's house that they're filming at. Oh yeah, Yeah. totally, (laughs) totally. And I was like, you know, this idea of this utopia too is something that Star Trek, I think when they land on other planets have, have played with in various ways and, um, but then, you know, I got to say, and maybe this is controversial, but I didn't love the choice of um, 
Dr. Soon, Dr. Soon having a son and it just looking exactly like yes. him. And I know they wanted to incorporate that actor. What's Brent his name? Spiner. Brent Spiner into the show. And, and I appreciate the attempt to do that, but the way in which it was done was not my favorite. You'll get used to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, here's the thing is that there's literally a, every song. Yeah. There's a four part episode yeah. of Star Trek Enterprise where one of Dr. Soong's like, like ancestors. ancestors shows up and it is Brent Spiner and it yeah, looks just yeah, like him. Yeah, sure. This is and the third. This is the yeah. third Doctor Soon yeah, that looks like Brent Spiner. Those are some strong jeans, right? There. Yeah, they're yeah. clones. They're clones. Yeah. That's all there is. Well, yeah. That, yeah. Like now, I'm like, wait, is this just a family of clones? <laughs> well, is this also, literally just the same man cloning himself for generations? I also they have could. to just say, great. like, in the context of this specific show, when I want, when I see him on screen, I want to see him. As data, as like data. I don't yeah. want to see him as the son of, you know, like there was something about the performance itself, even not that he did a bad job, but just something was just a little unsatisfying for me. Yeah. Um, you know, like there wasn't that moment of like, <gasps> there he is on screen, which we get in the very first episode when he's playing poker, which I'm glad right. we get that. Right. But then it just felt like putting a weird hat on top of a hat. <laughs> with bringing him in at the end, you know? Yeah. Um, so that wasn't my favorite choice. I also I also thought it was interesting they echoed sort of, because I know that, I see we sang it in the opening song, now I'm forgetting. What, Arcadia? No, what's the evil? Sutra. Kind? Sutra. Sutra. Like, I know we have played with, from um, Data, like, the idea of the evil twin or the more turned twin, Oh, yeah, with lore. With lore. And I think that this is maybe an echo of that, which I appreciate. But, like, it was so on the nose for me. Like, from the minute we met her, you could tell she was up to no good. You know? Like, mm-hmm. she slinks in in her crop top with this intensity <laughs> that is uh, like, I will do whatever it takes to survive. You know? And it's no just like that hot and not even. You know, she just, it was a little laid on thick. You know? It was just like, okay, we get it. You have an agenda, you know? And um, and I, I think it... I think it would have been, it it did play a little to like, I'm the evil one, which I would have really preferred it, I think, if it was more the idea of the logical synth. Yeah. You know, like, this is the only way we can survive. And this is, it felt very emotional, weirdly. Um, And like, the seduction with the, with that guy. With Merrick, Like, that whole thing felt really bizarre to me. Um, And Merrick keeps like getting in these creepy interactions with sexy time (laughs) which is also just like anytime he's on screen i'm a little like oh this is annoying um so you know there are these little moments for me just overall that i was a little like i don't know um but then there were some moments that i thought were really fantastic and some details i really loved like i loved seeing maddox's um i guess home yeah his room and with the moving Mm -hmm. picture and like the, the something I wanted more of in this episode were the details of what this place is. Do you know? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see more rooms. I wanted to see more ways in which this synthetic um, sort of perfect society functions. And um, yeah, arch- architecturally, I wanted to see more. I don't know. I just felt like imagination-wise, we could have delved more into the landscape of what this totally new world was. Um, and less into like, I don't know, weird, sexy time. <laughs> Interesting. I agree with a lot of what you just said, mm. um, except for the very last thing, where I feel like they did a better job in this episode of, of like, 
drawing a new world, a new alien world, mm-hmm. and kind of going out of their way to make sure that the bushes weren't all from Earth. There's like some red sure. bushes. And, yeah, yeah. Like it looks like Southern California, but they dressed it up this time. Like I feel like they sure. did more than Star Trek <laughs> usually does to try to make the landscape look alien. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. And I thought that the whole city of the synths was spectacular. I mean, pure Star Trek, pure yeah. next generation Star Trek. I just loved all that stuff. Yeah, I guess I, I just want to say, I, I don't think they did a bad job. I wanted more of it. Yeah. I think is what yeah, I'm that's saying. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I, I, but I do, I, you, you actually articulated a lot of what I felt, hmm. um, which actually kind of clarified for me how I felt. Cause I was, I didn't know how to feel when this episode was over because yeah. to me, this one was a bit of a roller coaster where like, I mean, the opening sequence was my favorite of the whole series so far where you're in this battle and then like coming through the transwarp conduit oh, and yeah. you're fighting against Narek and then all of a sudden a Borg cube pops in behind yeah, you. It's like, yeah. and then all of a sudden you get attacked by a space flower. I'm like, this is what I want. So like, good. this is great. This is so fucking Definitely. crazy. Yeah. Like batshit space madness and I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, I really love the orchids. Oh, the orchids yes. were spectacular. Agreed. I loved that. Like, that's a scenario where I'm not mad at CG. Like, I always want there to be models of everything. Right. But I'm not mad when you make a space flower. I mean, yeah. I, it's so cool. <laughs> totally. Um, I, I loved like seeing the XBs that had survived. I love seeing Seven of Nine again. I love seeing Elnor again. And mm. Picard and Elnor having those moments of connection with each other were so powerful. Mm. Um, but yeah, then we get to the, the land of the synths. And I, I adored how all that looked. And the moment that Brent Spiner spoke from off screen and we saw him blurry off screen, I'm like, that's fucking Brent Spiner. Like I knew immediately it was Brent Spiner. And then it's like, Oh my God, Dr. Soong had a child that looks exactly like him. And that's three, that's three people that look exactly the same. Um, and that I, I agree with Andy that like something about that choice wasn't my favorite. I don't think yeah. it's the wrong choice. Yeah. Um, and something about that performance wasn't my favorite. Yeah. There was something like a little off-putting about that performance that that's hard for me to put my finger on. Yeah. Brent Spiner's not one of the better Star Trek actors. Well, I, I think. But I, him as Data is maybe the best performance. Like his performance really as Data good. is spectacular. It is. Yeah. All so the way good. across the board, all seven seasons. And. And including, like, the first episode of Picard, he just had that character still. He nailed that performance. Yeah. And and it was magical. Um, And I I do enjoy his performance as Dr. Soong in The Next Generation. But something about this particular episode, this particular performance, there was something that felt weird to me about it. And I can't really articulate what that was. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they kind of just were like, here's information, so believe it. And I feel like... (laughs) Yeah. We're too far into it to do that. Like, yeah. This is like part one of the finale. You can't just tell me this iconic actor and character is right. all the time someone else because yeah. it's right. like he has the same mannerisms. Like, yeah. you know, not as much experience with data, but like, I, it's funny. And I actually forgot he was even in the episode. Like, to me, he was kind <laughs> of a mood point because it wasn't really rely- like realistic as a new person. But he yeah. also wasn't, uh, so it was like, anything you're saying isn't really important to me, or like, I don't really buy it, because mm-hmm. you haven't sold this new, like, this iconic person. It's like saying, like, oh, this is, like, the guy who's, what's his name, who's Picard, but he's not Picard right now. He's right. actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 hold on. You cannot now tell me that he is 
show, the, the beginning of the show, he was Picard. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that part completely where you're like, I just don't, I don't buy what you're selling. And then it like leaves a big hole in the whole thing because like, yeah, he was part of the selling point of being like, no, we have to defend for ourselves. And I remember thinking like, I don't know if we should. I feel like his point doesn't really matter, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That whole scene was really frustrating to me. But I know it's supposed to be. Which scene? Um, The scene when they're all, when basically, damn, I'm sorry. I can't remember her name. The evil Sutra. Sutra, When Sutra's like kind of. Yeah, sexy. (laughs) Thank you. That's how I remember. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. Um, When she is sort of petitioning all of the synths to. to kind of call on this, which talk now we're now we've also addressed um, what that threshold is, um, but kind of reach out to this other higher evolved synthetic life, um, and to kill all organic life. Like, yeah. first of all, I just didn't find her performance, and I love her performance as Soji, but I didn't find her pers- performance as Sutra compelling. Like, I didn't. I didn't feel like I would listen to her. And I guess they address that because they're saying, then that was really interesting how the new son of soon, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying like, they've never, they don't see people like us. They don't see people that age. And so you're going to be so convincing that we need to lock you up because you could change (laughs) hearts and minds. And I think it's interesting that she couldn't change, like that she doesn't have the emotion, but I just still found her performance like, okay, so you're going to lead an entire planet of synthetic life into this huge choice with this sort of dead eyed, weird speech. I don't know. It just did. I didn't buy that. And I also, I was frustrated because, well, we'll see what ends up happening with Soji, but Soji I mean, Soji has had so most of her life. She has had interactions with organic life that have been wonderful. And she has seen people of organic life that don't don't want to destroy, that don't want to destroy synthetic life. And then for her to so quickly and so easily say, yes, okay, that our lives are more valuable and important than those of the people that I love that I've built bonds with and met. Like, I just don't like that. I don't buy that either. My, my guess is that Soji's maybe going along with it for now because she recognizes that mob mentality is turned against them or the last episode will be about Soji coming around and, and helping Picard save the day. Yeah. It just, that, that conflict. Yeah. That conflict to me was like, okay, this, I see how this is going to resolve. Right. And and this is like a an extra conflict that I didn't necessarily like feel like was earned, I guess, mm-hmm. or or like for me personally, just didn't quite feel organic for the story. Synthetic, um, it felt. Yeah, it felt synthetic. I guess you might say. <laughs> but I do like I do like elements of it. Like I actually really like the idea that by fearing this admonition the Romulans are actually creating the destroyer that they feared yeah. I love the idea that um, oh my god I just lost my train of thought <laughs> uh, elements of um, this new conflict oh 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 cool. I love the idea that the the admonition as a message was meant for synthetics and if biological yeah. organisms try to listen to it, it just fucks their mind because it's not meant for them. Right. And they draw conclusions from it based off of fear 
uh, to say, oh, well, we have to destroy all synthetic life. I, I actually really like it's that this as weird a plot yeah. point. It's 22 almost. Yeah. It's like this thing that synthetic life put out there. Well, what's weird too is that, so it wasn't, it wasn't ancient Romulans that created this. No, they found it. They, they found it. Found they created it. the Javash so because was, they found it. Right. So it was clearly created by by this evolved synthetic species for other synths. But weirdly, the message itself, because it was found by who it was found by, caused the thing it said would happen. It caused right. people to want to stop synthetic life from evolving. Right, so right. they they could have just done nothing and it would have been fine. Like the ancient yeah. synths could have just not left this message and it all would have been fine. Like we wouldn't have had a story. Or... It wouldn't have been fine, and then the sense would have gotten wiped out by organics. Yeah, I mean, it, this is—it's interesting because, like, you think about Skynet from Terminator, like the whole idea of artificial life become, becoming self-aware, hating their human overlords, and deciding to kill all the humans. I mean, that's basically what this story has turned into. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and there's something that rings false to me about this idea of this colony of synths who are basically all data's children in a way and they have this inquisitive nature that data had and data would never have decided to kill all biological life ever like data never would have come to that conclusion that's true lore would have yes but but from what we're told like the neurons that they use to create um stable positronic brains to create these you know synths came from data not from lore and there's lore also tried to i mean data also tried to shoot that one dude that kidnapped him. Well, Kivas Fajo fucking deserved it. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> the capacity for aggression yeah. and, and yeah. murder exists within data. Yeah, well, killing program. your own yeah. clone is still murder. You know, but as, you're, as you're talking about this, I feel like you're, you're hitting the nail on the head in terms of what I feel like I'm missing from this world. And that is... And I know now this is an evolved synthetic life, a world of a synthetic life that has evolved past Data's type of synthetic life. However, I really miss that totally impartial, totally logical, mm. kind of awkward um, type of synthetic. I mean, that's such a great character. Yeah. And we didn't meet anybody like that on what, this what world. Was the girl like that, though? The girl who got hit in the golden eye? Like, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, she was kind of, kind of, of almost. Well, yeah. what about the synths the that were on Mars thing. that were hacked? Those, the the yeah, bald right. guy, yeah, like the, that was that character, and I want more of him of that type. And they were there. Like if you when they were scanning the crowd, oh, like yeah. those kind of were there. We just didn't really yeah. meet of them you that, know. That but. reminds me that the people that took Picard away at the end, one of them looked like, uh, like Lal before Lal chose a form. One of them looked just like that actor that played Lal before he chose a form. She chose a form oh, when really? it was a male actor, and that actor was also a background extra in season two of Next Generation. And I'm like, is that the same or season one? I think it was. I'm huh. like, is that the same actor? Did they bring that guy back to play a background synth? Because that would be so cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, my thoughts is when you're talking about Sutra, was that I actually really liked her portrayal of Sutra because mm. I felt like. For because this one actress gets to play uh, three different versions of herself. It's like Dodge has to be different than Soji. That has to be different than Sutra. Yeah. So it's like, to me, I I was like, oh yeah, how? What other way could you make this the most extreme? Mm. And I was like, oh, it kind of does seem a little on the nose. But at this point, I think 
personally, I was like, I don't think if she was any less than, yeah, I would have believed her because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like you, if she was too much like Soji or Dodge, it would have been like, well, then why are we have three, four of the same personality? And this is the first one who was like so vastly different than the other two. Sure, and yeah. it's like I don't know, and again, I don't know where that side of like destruct or like that like hatred came from but it seemed like you said she walked in you already knew like oh you're maybe you're the bad one like mm. oh maybe yeah. you're actually you know are the destroyer but i didn't think it was interesting because i was like oh i do actually like these three different sides because we because i feel like dodge was more conserved and like scared and like yeah. you know was just more like oh what's going on but not in that like you know, like dumb ingenue way. Like, <laughs> sure. oh, you're like dumb and scared, but you also just kicked so much ass. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't be mad at you. Uh, but I thought it was very interesting. But I do agree with you. We're like, but by the end, where it was like, rally with me, troops, and it was like, oh, but I, I, I'm with you. Where it's like, I didn't fully buy it. Yeah. But hmm. I also kind of did because she manipulated the fact that she let what's his name, Tarek, Tarek, Frederick, Narek. <laughs> <laughs> Frogbutt, I think, that, was his name. <laughs> Frogbutt, frog creepy brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that she manipulated to let him go, you know, like, to me, that was so interesting, though, to be like, yeah. okay, yeah. homie's going to get what she wants by letting this boy go and yeah. knowing that Soji is going to turn. Sure. Because yeah. Of yeah. She I, hates yeah. him more. I actually really liked her performance as as bad sister. Hmm. I forgot to mention that earlier. That's the other thing I dis- only other thing I disagree with Andy about is I actually really liked that performance. Hmm. Um, I love seeing these older models synths that looked more like data. They had the yellow eyes and they had the weird skin that was not quite the white skin that data had, but a little like metallic, s- a little metallic. It's still yeah. a little bit like mm-hmm. wrong colored. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dug that, but I got to say, Data was once impaled through the chest with a metal bar. Yeah. He once had his head cut off yeah. and left under San Francisco for hundreds of years and then reattached to his body. Why did getting stabbed in the eye kill this synth girl? I know. I wondered if it was because that through the eye, somehow there is like an essential part of the positronic brain that gets punctured that you can't recover. Like but how if- would Narek know that? He wouldn't. I think she would tell him the um, sutra. Sutra. Ah, maybe. Yeah, I like that. I got really hung up on that. Yeah, and I also felt like like your your beautiful golden eye, like Brent Spiner was in a singing group called like Old Golden Eyes or something like that (laughs) that had a bunch of like Star Trek people singing with him, Um, (laughs) like Old Blue Eyes, you know, like Frank Sinatra. And that just felt like such an on-the-nose, like, uh, fan service thing to put into this. Because, like, Data was, you know, had gold eyes and, like, was, you know... And it was not even referred to on screen as golden eyes, I don't think. But something, like, off-screen was referred to that way a lot. And by this, like, singing group that Brent Spiner was in. (laughs) And to see Brent Spiner acting sad while saying, your beautiful golden eye really took me out of the moment there. I'm like, I don't buy this at all. Yeah, I that whole moment, uh, just, they didn't stick the landing for me there. Another thing that I was a little bit, maybe I just misunderstood, but so <clears throat> Sutra was saying, we must sacrifice all organic life. And mm-hmm. then um, and then Picard says, 
all. And she said, basically says yes and so on and so forth. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, that was so scary. Doug just put on an alien face on this I messenger. I did like five minutes ago. I was like, that's not working, so let me stop it. I didn't notice it five minutes ago. I didn't ago. notice it either. It's a little no, terrifying. No, it just, just showed up. Oh, really? Oh, That's weird. like straight up terrifying. Yeah. It's blinking. Its eyes are moving. Its that tongue is came out. Horrifying. I tried to, oh, to shut it off. I love it. Sorry, there we go. No, it's okay. Oh, it's look great. at that beautiful face. I, I forgot about it. I put it and it kept spinning and spinning. I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. Let me just oh, turn that off. That's hilarious. Um... Oh, I interrupted gosh. a point. No, it's okay. No, that <laughs> it was, was important. Worth it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh. So, um, so she said all, but she, so she was, but she was criticizing or basically, um, kind of coming down really hard on Picard for having allowed the ban on, or, or I guess the Federation to for having allowed the ban on synthetic life, and. And then she's essentially saying, so we're going to do the exact same thing. Like, we're going to kill all, like, yeah. it doesn't, it's not, there's no leg to stand on. She's, like, saying the thing, the reason we can't trust you is the thing we're going to do. And mm-hmm. and then also it made me confused about then what, so then, are they is she say? and then he says, oh, but then she says, well, I'm going to do what you couldn't, which is try to save as many lives as I can. Which right. she meant the lives of her people, right? She didn't, because, and then also, right. then the doctor was like so gung ho about this, but he's organic, and I don't know. I just, it seemed so extreme. Yeah, it made me feel weird to have this colony of beautiful synthetic life, right? You know, decide through like basically mob mentality is what it seemed like is like, oh, well, we are more valuable than all of the rest of the life in the universe. Instead of, you know, listening to Picard who says, like, we can all live together, I will advocate for you. Yeah. Like, there is a better solution than wiping out all biological life. It just, it's, such, it's such an extreme. It yeah. was hard for me to accept that that was the conclusion that exactly. these beautiful children of Data came to. You Exa- know? I agree. And also, there were no reactions from the crowd. Yeah, that was weird, too. There, it seemed to me that the sense are portrayed yeah. as just naive. Yeah. Maybe. That, that, they, that they are childlike. And so that's why Alton doesn't want Picard to be around because he's like, well, you'll probably talk them into being decent people. <laughs> right. So yeah. you, you can't be a part of this. Right. But, you know, Suture can talk them into just being murderous and they'll be like, okay, that sounds good too. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, that what I like about this episode is that all of the pieces are on the board for a great final episode. I like agree. Elnor yeah. and Seven of Nine are nearby. Um, you know, I I have something slightly spoiled for me that I feel like I shouldn't say. You shouldn't say it. Okay, I won't say it. Um, about wait till tomorrow. It's just one day. I know it's one day. Um, it's not a big deal spoiler, but it's something I'm excited for. Uh, I'll hold it in. But anyway, so I do feel like this episode is doing what a lot of other episodes in this season have done, which is like very transitional. It's like we are transitioning into the final episode. This doesn't feel like a complete episode. It feels like half an episode. This is like watching Avengers Infinity War and never seeing Avengers Endgame. Like, it's half of a movie, even though it's, like, three fucking hours long. Like, this really felt like half of a 
a story and it's yeah. very yeah. unsatisfying <laughs> it because one. of that. Yeah, and it's a part one. So it's hard to judge this episode on its own merits because it is half of a story. Like it, they're specifically telling you by saying part one yeah. that there's a part two and just like hang on to your butts because we got some shit going to happen. Speaking yeah, I, of... I think wanting oh. to see part two says that it's a good part one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, agree with I totally you agree with that. Like, sure. I feel like we're picking it apart a little bit more than we have with other episodes. And there was more in this episode that made me feel uncomfortable. But yeah. it was also like, I'll bet you anything that the final episode is going to, like, make me feel great and solve all these problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, and I will, I will feel silly for having complained about it in the first place. Well, and I feel like I'm picking it apart in a way that I pick apart something I really like. Do you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not oh, like, totally. and that was garbage. It was like, right. oh, that bugged me. But, you know, I mean, I still love it overall. And, and honestly, like, oh, sorry. I was going to say, um, I have a question. <laughs> so the body, that body that was being developed. Oh, this is my big worry. Is, do you think it's going to be Picard? That's my big worry. They called it a golem. They, so they have golem. this like body. They're talking about mind transfer. Yeah. And they don't make it clear what they're talking about. Like they could be talking about trying to like create a new Bruce Maddox because Agnes killed him unfairly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe they're talking about making a new Picard. Um, which is something that I know Jean-Luc Picard would not want. Like, he wouldn't want his mind transferred into a synthetic body. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's what they're setting up, is like, we're going to kill original Jean-Luc and then make a synth version of him. Well, he's going to, d- or die from this brain thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I mean, oh, like, oh, the writers the are going to kill him. Runners, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was my big worry in this episode, is, is that what they're setting up? Because in the show, the intention is that it's Alton's golem. Hmm. He's, he says that that's why he got interested in this and that that's what he wants to do is he wants to transform uh, himself. And that's why I think he's like, yeah, I'm organic, but not for long. I'm going to jump into this thing. Gotcha. Okay. Who, which I, may be more of a, of a data character. Like if it's him playing a synthetic form of himself, maybe. I don't know. I just, the other thing I have to say, it would have been interesting. Not that every idea I have should be played out, but... Like, when he came out and we were talking about how we're like, oh, you're the real son. But they've created all of these synthetic lives. Why are none of them data? data? Yeah, I would have vastly preferred it if it was a a new data. Yeah, like it, me too. Not, but, the, not the original data that had died. But, no, no, no. And he could be yeah. more evolved and emotional. Yeah, and- we got three, four Sojis. We can't have one data. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but maybe that's what Copyright this is going to be, you know, or some version of that. You know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, my only, wor- my only worry about that golem is like, don't make it into Picard. Like that's right. gonna feel weird if then, because I know we're, we're renewed for season two. Right. So, it's it's like a weird scenario to be in where it's like, well, it seems like Picard is dying of this, you know, aromatic syndrome or whatever it is that's <laughs> in his brain. Right. So, are we gonna make a copy of him that goes on to season two, who's like a more spry agile <laughs> version of picard like is, is jumping that, over things yeah. <laughs> yeah is that what they're gonna do because that would be so strange like that would yeah. rise yeah I, are you guys i mean doug i feel like you already know what's gonna happen but because you've seen it but is there a way that you can weigh in on this and sarah i want to hear your opinions too like if if that golem becomes an, a synth picard is that gonna weird you out I don't know. I think it depends on like 
like, is he the same age? Are they going to try to make, like, a younger Picard, you know, like, or, mm-hmm. like, maybe his mind, but then, like, can you make, I don't necessarily know how these golems work, but can you give someone, is it, like, taking someone's, like, a complete copy of them, or is it, like, you could take their brain but put someone else's body to it? It seems like what uh, this new Dr. Soong was working on was mind transfer, which I'm assuming means building himself a new body and transferring his mind into it. And it seems like they can create whatever bodies they want. I mean, they made Spot 2. They made a cat. And that was my favorite thing about this episode was that that cat's name was Spot 2. That was fucking awesome. Because Data has a cat named Spot. And I I loved it. Um, So it seems, yeah, I think that the answer is that he could make whatever body he wants. And if he's trying, I didn't quite pick that up, Doug, that he's talking about doing it for himself. I think you're right um, that he's become more interested in that because he's... He wants to be synthetic, yeah. Yeah, and he's also, like, getting older, and he wants to, you know, live forever in the body of a synth. So why not, if if that's what he's dealing with? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably... Also, because you're right, Sarah, if, if they could put it in any... Well, we know Patrick Stewart is going to be in the second season. And if they can put his mind into any body, they're not going to put it into an older man's body probably yeah, they'd make like a clone of his exact body and put him into that that would be s- really weird it would be and like it'd be his voice but not his face <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah no thank you yeah they'll just get tom hardy back yeah um yeah i don't know like that golem i'm like ah oh, this this is like a back door way to kill someone and then have them still on the show and right. i don't yep. like that kind of stuff like in in uh uh star trek into darkness when they've like backdoored this way to cure death with triple blood i'm like uh-oh that's gonna <laughs> suck at the end of this movie and it did like that was rough i just i don't like when they're like oh this is how we're gonna be able to kill someone but not really i mean there's there's ways to do it like buffy did a really good job of it but um I don't know. But there's also a long list of Star Trek characters that have died. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, everything after, what, season five is Data walking around with a head that is 500 years older than his body. Right. <laughs> I love that. True. Yeah. I have so no problem weird. with that. That made perfect sense to me. <laughs> it's so weird. So there's no coloration difference or nothing. I know. I love it. I'm into it. Just Data in his old ass head. See, this is this is why this is why everything is meaningless because it's just like well, whatever yeah. whatever feels good to me personally is what I think, and everything else is wrong. You know. But I will say, I will, <laughs> it's just fucking arbitrary. I will say that TNG has done a very good job of. Setting us up to kind of be willing to go along for the ride no matter what. You know, like, it it does have a history of the tone of the show kind of being like, because. And then this happens because. And, yeah, it doesn't. And so I think I can totally buy a lot happening in in Picard. Just because in the spirit of TNG, I I, I totally uh, buy into that. And... um, there are just a few things that I think would be slightly unsatisfying yeah. if they happened. But again, they've done such a good job that I I really don't think 
I don't, I don't see, I mean, I'm going to want to come back for more, no question. And they really have done a great job of respecting the fans and also creating a new world. Like, I, I want to be clear that even with the bit of dissatisfaction I had in this episode as a whole, I, I, I really think they've done an amazing job. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, absolutely. Like the and like I said, like this episode feels so transitional that I feel I don't feel any. I feel no disappointment in the show. Yeah, I feel like I just want to see the last episode. Exactly. You know, yeah, like yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. see like mm-hmm. how this all wraps up. And Doug's right that that means that this episode succeeded. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and overall, I mean, I kept thinking to myself while watching this, like I can't wait to watch this again because yeah. there's so many beautiful things in this episode. Mm. And I, I think that knowing how everything resolves will make it more enjoyable watching it again because, you know, I have, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler, but I have heard a lot of people talking about how much they love the finale. And that just gets me so excited to see how this mm-hmm. resolves and wraps oh, that's up. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. A big question. Oh. I thought Hold on, that Sarah. Sister chick, her, she was like, "Okay, wait, oh, Sarah, no. <laughs> were you oh, no. <laughs> cutting in and out a little bit? Try that again." Oh, no. Okay, one more time. Stupid coronavirus. Why can't we be in the same room? So frustrating. I know. I know. It worked last time. There we go. There we go. That's now. good. Yeah. I'll just sit like this. Uh. <laughs> uh Oh, creepy sister. Well, last time we saw her was being toppled by XBs. And then the next thing you know, she's like, hey, let me show you my hiding spot. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I thought, do you remember that? Like, she was she on the board. Wait, who are we talking? Oh, she- oh, creepy sister is in Narek's sister, not Soji's sister. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, the, the OG creepy sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When does she say that? I she like well her. because the last time we saw at least last time I remember seeing her was when she was like she was like are the thingies ready sir and then the guy gets attacked and then yeah. like the XBs come and they topple her and she's like shooting and she's like Ugh! yeah and yeah. then but yeah. then yeah. when Frederick what's his name Narek Narek Frog but <laughs> is on sneaks back on the board she's like let me show you my hiding spot and i was like i swear the last time we Wait, saw you you were being trampled i literally have no memory of the scene she's thinking about the first minute of the next episode Oh, oh, shit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start recording, Sarah Doug, admitted to having watched the first Doug, minute of the next you, episode. Doug, you should have stopped. It's like, okay. It's kind no of wonder crazy. Andy and I are like trying to piece this I'm puzzle like, together. shit, I must have fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was, re- I only missed, I only watched one minute. How did that happen? <laughs> it's a good minute, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, we'll answer that question next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Cut no. it out. It's okay. I think that's so fine. Spoiler, because she Edited did out. transport away yeah. when the XBs were tackling her. So. Yeah. You know, thinking about what we were talking about with like the all the synths kind of being willing to kill all the organics, mm. what I would have preferred in this episode if they were saying, look, we know that these advanced synths from long ago like want to kill organics, but we need their help. And I think we should call them and try to ask them not to kill the organics and just help us live in peace. <laughs> like if there, if there had been something along those lines, 
Because I feel like calling those ancient synths to come in the last episode is great. Like, I'm into that. I want to know who they are, what they look like. I'm so all about that. Yeah. But just the idea of, like, doing it to kill all biological organisms is so extreme right. that it's too much. I wish they'd gone somewhere in between. Well, and I want, and I think they may go into this in the next episode, but what I really don't want is to have all its synthetic life that we encounter Outside of even outside of Soji, whatever Soji ends up doing, I still want this to be true. To not either be leading them into doing this terrible thing to totally destroy all organic life, or just following as a mob. Like yeah. I want a contingency that is that is like logically trying to think of the best thing to do and the most the best compromise because that's what Data would have done. Yeah. This is yeah. Annoying. Okay. Because that's what Data would have done. You know, like he would have, he had a moral compass. He really did. And actually, yeah. it's, a, it's a point it's that. It's a the, program. Yeah. yeah. Program is his morals. And the idea that the more evolved version of these synths don't have that is upsetting to me. Yeah. But they're also under threat. Like they sent out envoys that were murdered, and now they're on this planet, and another species is coming. To kill all of them. Yeah, yeah, but they're under threat from somebody else, not from the people that are there organic trying to help but, them. Like, but they also, Right, but the other organics that are there have no way to help them. They're just like, well, trust us. And right. Then but then it's there's like... There's nothing to say that they could help, you know? Yeah, that's why I wish that they would have just said, look, we got to call these sins to help us and we'll, we'll deal with the rest when they get here. Instead right. of like, we know they're going to kill everyone and that's our best option. Right, or right. can you work with us? Because it's not its not like Picard showed up and was like, so I'm not going to try and help, you know? I mean, I think they would take whatever help they could get, whether that person was organic or not. Yeah. But again, like, I can't wait to see what happens, you know? I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, get, yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like we just got this little snippet. And I, I do buy that there is a bad sister, Soji, or what's her name? Sutra. Sutra. I do buy that she exists, that there is like this one synth who wants to kill all organics. I buy that. I buy the fact that um, Dr. Soong would rather save the synths than all life in the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's, maybe that's what disturbs me about him is that he's kind of an unlikable character and maybe that's okay. You know, like maybe bringing Brent Spiner back to play a third song who is unlikable is fine. And I just like, it's not like inherently bad. It's just like, I'm so used to seeing his face and being like, Oh, I love you. That it's like kind of disturbing to say, Oh, you're this guy and I don't like you. Yeah. Um, And you know, maybe that's just something that I just need to get used to. And you know, it's it, like the, those two individuals being bad, I don't mind at all. Mm. It's the idea that like the rest of these synths who didn't even speak up for themselves were so easily convinced. Yeah. I do actually kind of buy that Soji's on the fence. I think that that makes a little bit of sense. It's like, do I save my family or do I like do what's like right for the rest of the galaxy that has never done anything good for me? Like that kind of makes sense to me too. I, I guess it was just kind of like this this mob of synths that are supposed to be descendants of data that had nothing to say yeah. that just felt like we missed something there. Well, yeah, yeah but I don't, I, like... I, I feel like it's a, <laughs> uh, Doug, what are you saying? You can't look at the synths as being like descendants of data in the sense that they should be like data or better than data. They're a step back, if anything, because Nudian Sung isn't around to, to to create the the special unique entity that that was data. 
Yeah, I, I guess that's, that's a good point. The point is that a lot of those synths are really just a step back and that they've been moving forward and moving forward and it was only recently that they got to this breakthrough of having uh, Soji and Dodge being looking and, and feeling fully human. Most of the synths there are just kind of like simplistic and they don't have experience beyond being on that synth world with those people around them and that Jana and Sutra were probably the first step towards like, oh, this is like close to being data level hmm. since, you know, and that Soji and Dodge are then the step beyond that. Yeah, that makes sense. They're the same, but they just, they actually look human. Yeah, I think what I'm extrapolating is that if we've used data's neurons and they seem to have memory of Picard, like, uh, mm. what's Arcadia? Is that her name? The woman who the was woman killed? Stabbed. Yeah, like she seemed to have memory of Picard. Or yeah. like some familiarity with familiarity with him, and if Soji knows that Data loved Picard, it seems like they have some of Data's instincts or memories or something from this yeah. whole neural transfer process that they use. There's a lot of stuff that's inside of someone. This is sure. Just, this yeah, like no, I think bit. you're right. I think your read on it is um, just as valid as as ours. You yeah, know, like I who, agree. who knows which is right? So, okay, I'm Sarah, what's up? Counter narrative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I agree with you guys though, in the sense so that it kinda just seemed like they could have been like, Hey Finch, listen up. We're gonna do this, okay? Cool. Thank you. <laughs> like it didn't really seem like it was like trike and maybe this is and then, I was like maybe this is my first time noticing like a directorial error because it mm. seems like it should have been like hubbub of like i don't know what are we gonna do maybe it's just another right, right, right. person you yeah. know and that like yeah. it needed to seem like the crowd needed to be convinced and yeah. they were actually a part of it but it just seemed like a bunch of painted extras that were yeah. like just stand here and let her talk at you yeah. yeah and then they're gonna have this argument and then she at the end of the day is gonna make the choice so it didn't really matter you were there right. like they just seemed yeah. like yeah. they weren't even you know like it, it needed that extra like umph of like even if like the whole crowd was like yeah and like seemed more like a mob at the end and actually seemed scary then that might have been more interesting hmm. to like take us into the second part because it, i think you're totally right though where it does it does seem like what is the point of having all these people in this square and them putting their point of views at the end of the day you're not even going to ask their opinion or like mm -hmm. what are they supposed to do like what is their role in it then like right. what are you asking them to do and that's <laughs> what for me seemed weird like it seemed i really loved this episode but at the end it kind of just seemed like the end you're well, like yeah. right. wait and what? is she their leader like, yeah but it's very much like well yeah. part one's over get ready for part yeah, two no absolutely. and that's and yeah. that's you know <laughs> exactly yeah. which is fine it's a two-parter like we're this is why I was asking last time, like, should we watch both halves before talking about it? Because right. sometimes, like, judging one half of a two-parter on its own merits is unfair. Absolutely. Well, I almost wonder, then, if we shouldn't rate it now, but then rate both episodes out of 20 as a whole. <laughs> or oh. we could you rate I mean? it now, and then we could adjust our rating after seeing the second half. Sure. Yep, that's true, too. Because, I mean, I thought my idea was really good. But well, my, my curiosity of what people would rate it is, like, at a, at a fever pitch. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? I'm, we have two, we have two ideas it. on the table. Okay, what about I this? What if just Sarah <laughs> does her method? 
<laughs> or two of us did I'm a Sarah fine. method. I'm fine with rating it now, but I realized I didn't even really think about my rating for this episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's do it. Who want, Doug, why don't you start us off? I give it a nine. I love this episode. Nine. You love this episode. Wow. Okay. wow. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was great. I love the space flowers yeah. to start off. And then I was mm-hmm. off to the races for me after that. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing the Borg ship back again, you know, um, Seven and, and Elnor back. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I thought I, I agree with Sarah as far as like the action aspect of it. And um, I liked the, the, the setup and everything. And, and I'm fine with the setup not being the conclusion so that doesn't that doesn't that, that didn't stress me out when i had first seen it beyond just mm. like i want to see the next episode you know yeah yeah uh, totally. but i had also felt that way after most of the episodes this season so far where i just really want to see what was going to happen next um there's i'm not as bothered by some of the like i'd say not well thought out motivations you know it, it it's it's of the kind of the way Star Trek generally works, and it'd be nice if they didn't kind of do that again this time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm fine with it. I've got I've kind of gotten used to like Star Trek needs to have something happen, and they're like, "See, this is what we need to have happen." And you're like, "Yeah, all right, fine, I get it." Like this person <laughs> needs to die with just like someone poking their eyeball with a hummingbird tail, you know? Sure, yeah, sure, fine, you know. And then, oh, we need this character to be evil. Why is she evil? Dead because we need the evil character fine mm-hmm. so i'm i am okay with those kinds of things just as a as a long-time star trek apologist mm-hmm. um it is usually if i really don't like the episode or if i feel like it's really bad that those things uh grate on me more um but i i'm i'm i'm, I'm not dismissing them i'm definitely you know i acknowledge i can see that that's happening um uh i would like things to be explained better but i'm not holding my breath for explaining like the 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 sense of the background, I think that's basically just they they serve no narrative purpose. They're just there as like, look, we made a bunch of sense, yeah, and they're here. What was that gasp? No, I realized I'm wrong. Oh, but I had this sudden moment where you were talking about the eyeball poke, <laughs> and I realized I was like, everything about the way that Sutra Sutra was talking and like behaving towards Narek reminded me of creepy sister girl. And I was like, what if somehow creepy sister girl hacked her? Oh, matrix. But that's interesting. But then I was like, no, because why would crazy sister girl then go and encourage an entire group of sins to like, <laughs> right. Should be doing the opposite. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there yeah. is precedent. Like they did hack the synths on Mars. Right. The that's Romulans why I thought that. of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they would want them to not, do the signal to right they'd want them to not destroy yeah. all biological life. yeah right yeah yeah i mean i do love the fact that like the jat vash was created because of a misunderstanding like they just yeah. received this message and took it the wrong way and it, for thousands of years have been doing the wrong thing and i had seen obviously i'd seen it already i'd forgotten that they had explicitly said that it was meant for since and watched by organics yeah and last time we were talking i had said something about like oh maybe it was meant for like alien mind yeah and just watched by like romulans mm. so even though in theory i knew what the answer was i still forgot yeah, yeah. 
Um, what about you, Sarah? And I will say that I do think that we should also, after seeing the finale, rate these two, rate the two-parter out of 20. Yeah, I like that I think that we should idea. rate them each separately and then out of 20 together, because I do like that and idea. Then, yeah, you can change your, yeah. I'm yeah. still, I'm, it's funny, I'm kind of, I love this episode, but I am kind of torn on my score, because I was thinking about how we've only talked about the last 10 minutes or so. <laughs> Of the whole episode, this whole time, yeah. And I was trying to think of what else happened in the episode, and mm. I was like, "Like, wow, really, not a lot. Like, all the action really happened at the end and in the mm. beginning. Like, yeah. the beginning and yeah. the end were definitely the bookends. And like, just thinking back in the middle, I was like, "Wow, nothing. I can't even really remember anything that happened in the middle, which yeah. I think is the only reason why part of me would want to make a lower score. Mm-hmm. But I think." But because my initial reaction, I loved it so much, I think I'm going to agree with the nine because I did love the episode. I did love the information we got. I loved Sutra and I love just like seeing like letting the synths be the forefront of the episode and like something we have not seen yet. And like I've not experienced in this Star Trek world of like, look at all these synths and like these aren't real people, but like they're so awesome. And like, yeah. And the conflict that is now going into this second part. Mm. But it's funny, we're thinking, I'm like, wow, I really couldn't tell you besides that spot, too. Yeah. I couldn't really tell you anything that happened in the middle. But yeah. I did really enjoy it. And I'm very excited to, well, I guess not. I've seen a minute of the second <laughs> part, but <laughs> sorry, everyone. But it's no. good. It's a good minute. <laughs> so I'm very excited to watch the next part. So yeah, yeah, I think I agree with the nine. I wow. really enjoyed it. What about you, Andy? Um, I want to start by saying I think that this score will go up for me um, based on what happens in the second part. Um, and this score is also like compared to how much I've enjoyed the rest of the show. So overall, I think the score is higher if you're taking the whole show in. But if you're just as an individual episode, I'm around a 7.5 or an 8, I would say. So still definitely like... Way above middle ground for me. Very enjoyable. So many great choices. Um, but I just, I just had sort of an un, and and again, like an unsettled feeling, which I I think is good because I think it will bring me into the next episode in a good way. But if they don't, if they don't resolve those feelings in the next episode, then I'm gonna be really. <laughs> left with sort of like a oh (laughs) um but yeah yeah just some things that rub me in a weird way but but i don't i mean there's just a level of achievement of this show that i just love already so i wouldn't dip much below a a 7.5 probably unless they'd really jump the shark somehow yeah yeah doug when you were describing your score and how like why is she a bad robot? Because she needs to be for the story. Like, why does killing her happen when you hit her in the eye? Because that's what the story needs. And how, like, that doesn't bug- bother you that much. Th- As you were saying, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, those things do bother me. Like, I, it's, We talk about this all the time, hand wavy. Stuff yeah, yeah. I like, I like hand wavy stuff when it's obvious that the writers know they're being hand wavy. And they're, like, throwing in some techno babble to explain what's happening. Like, this episode did it great in one moment where they said, oh, um, Dr. Soong had me but made Data or something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, Which I really liked because that explained exactly how we got another Soong that we didn't know about. Um, 
It's, he, he had him. It's a child. Like, he had a child. We didn't know that. That's fine. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, and that was, like, hand-waving why we have Brent Spiner in this episode, and that works for me. But, um, but yeah, like, everything that happened with Narek and Sutra was like, what's happening? I feel like we're just, like, creating tension here to have tension. Like, the synths deciding to destroy everyone felt like creating tension just so we have tension that we can release in the final episode. Um, Whereas the whole rest of the season, particularly, like, the last episode when all of these puzzle pieces came into place, I feel like the whole season has kind of mapped out this beautiful puzzle of a story. Yeah. And it's been so Mm -hmm. satisfying and wonderful to kind of get the pieces and see them fit together. Mm. Whereas in this one, I felt like they threw in a couple more puzzle pieces right at the end, um, just because. And it didn't feel to me, like, organic to the story or necessarily, like, necessary to the story. Um, And kind of threw me off a little bit. So... I, I'm thrilled to see how this one resolves, but for me, like, the first time watching this episode, the experience was around, like, a six and a half, I think. Um, so a although, real weak spot for the two of you for the season. What's that? A real weak spot for the two of you for the season. I Yeah, it, I, it's definitely not, like, I mean, I feel like, for me, episode two was the weakest spot of the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Bejazel. <laughs> Um, <laughs> was the weakest spot, but like one of those two, like this was definitely better than those two episodes, I think. And I feel like when I know, like in the final episode, if I understand the motivations of what happened in this episode more, it's going to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just like first viewing experience, feeling unsettled after mm-hmm. that's kind of where my heart is telling me to land. Yeah. I think for me too, I'm realizing this is that I'm not the type of fan that's like, you have to do exactly what I think you should do, you know, by any means. Um, And in fact, a lot of times when a show does something I would have never even thought or, or doesn't sit with what I would want them to do, it, it actually, I kind of enjoy it. Like I actually have a really hard time judging it because I'm like, oh wow, that's just not even how my brain would do that. But I feel like in this episode, they almost did what I would have done, but in a way that I kind of didn't just sat weird. But again, I think it's to serve a greater arc that will get satisfied later. Yeah. Like these hyper intelligent, compassionate beings didn't act in the way that Star Trek has presented beings like them acting in the past and that and but was like telling us that they are that so there was like a disconnect there that kind of rubbed me weirdly um but yeah but I still like I still love this episode I I mean I feel like my score is low and does not like reflect that I still really love this I'm just kind of grading based off of the number that feels right to me and that's where I'm going sure like if this That's was an real. episode of Love Island, I would have been like, "Shit, that was the best Love Island I've ever seen." You know? A ten for Love Island. Uh, yeah. No weird turn in Love Island. No, well. Oh sometimes. man, I, it would be a a thrilling turn in Love Island. It's yeah. like, wow, these are all synths. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki suspected that most of Love Island. Also, watch Love Island. It's really great. No, yes. It's terrible, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's really good quarantine TV. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It feels like you're dating a bunch of people at once. <laughs> Which, if it wasn't yeah. quarantine, woohoo, you'd be out there. <laughs> you'd be in trouble. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> no, I mean you as in the proverbial you as in like you're dating too many people at once. I don't mean me personally. I'm dating just one, and that's plenty. <laughs> 
Should we hang up so you guys keep talking? Yeah. <laughs> this took a real turn. Yeah. We've been, uh, you know, having a good time in quarantine. Yeah. It, we've, we're, we're in that level of just being stuck together for so long that yeah. things get weird. Yeah, things get weird. <laughs> totally. Not in a bad way. Just no, no. Like, it's just well, like, on that note. Yeah. It's like, you're the only human I've seen for like two weeks. This feels weird. I know. I feel like I'm forgetting how to interact. These, it's really good that we have this show. I know. Yeah, these podcasts have been a great thing to they do. They really have. Time. And I am so excited to see the last episode. And yeah. To, and, yeah. Also to chat with you guys about it. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, Miles is coughing. He yeah. wants his dinner. Yeah. Any That's final thoughts on part one of the finale? That's a big no. I see a lot of heads shaking. Sarah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for wearing your your unicorn bunny ears. Yeah. Glow in the dark yeah. light up hat again. The way Beautiful. she's sitting, all mm-hmm. you can see is the horn in the ears. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be close to the microphone. So. No, it's great. It's, it's awesome. Unless you want like, ooh. Whoa. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's the good stuff <laughs> alright thank you guys so much this was great oh creative cloud an update is. I should just update that so it stops happening <laughs> it has good timing yeah alright yeah. thank you guys thank you for listening Yay! and until next time stay nerdy stay out there <laughs> space nerds is listener funded through patreon to support the show and gain access to bonus content, sign up at patreon.com slash podcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth-pop music and music videos, visit my website at jessemercury.com. Keep it spacey, baby!